Welcome back. Well, I guess it's not welcome back, but I haven't recorded in a minute, so <laughs> it's it's welcome back for me. Uh, um, uh, but yeah, welcome back to Vex Comics, where I talk about a bunch of comic book stuff, um, mostly DC and whatnot. But this is the section of the show where I like to kind of just give random updates for stuff, stuff that isn't necessarily related to the episode itself, but this episode's kind of short, so I figured I'd put some extra stuff in. Um, so uh, there's no video for this one. If you watch the video version on either Plex or Patreon, because I'm using the cable to charge my Switch, because I've been playing it a lot more, and I didn't want to have to undo it, because it's dead. So once I wanted to charge it, give me a break. I've also been kind of finishing up a lot of episodes, uh, just getting kind of the preliminary stuff done and uh, kind of setting it, setting it up. So I just pretty much have to record it, which is the part that it takes the longest. Um, <laughs> kind of, I guess they probably are equal time. It's just the actual recording of it feels like it takes longer because I have to like kind of dedicate time to that where I can kind of write part of episodes at work so it's like i can't really record it at work aside from that i have recently upgraded my streaming service uh from uh, it's way it's like five times faster connection it's got three times more space two cpus instead of one um i mean huge upgrades that are on my already very huge server. So that's exciting because it's kind of like a the best one I could possibly buy pretty much without it being like a major scale like like building for a server. <laughs> uh, <laughs> which I don't think I would do anyways. But uh, this, I mean, this is a, a pretty large server uh, which you can sign up and be able to watch pretty much everything now um, through my Patreon at patreon.com slash vexcomics. And there you'll be able to subscribe to different tiers and everything, um, all getting you access to different things or mix and match or kind of whatever you want. Uh, there's a video game server on there. There's a movie and streaming service for TV shows and movies and whatnot. Um, and now some music... Uh, then there's just the podcast to be able to watch the video version of the podcast and get episodes early as I make them and not as I release them. Uh, for instance, this episode I am recording on the 7th and it won't be out for a while. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> if you like to listen to more content that I make, yeah, you can do it that way. And if you are kind of, I mean, I make it pretty on on Plex for streaming, um, cover art and organizing wise, and it's in, in some little library that you can see it much easier. Um, you can do that through Plex, or you can just kind of subscribe to the podcast tier itself for like five dollars a month or something. Uh, and that gets you like vi the video versions when I do video versions. Um, 
Again, that's patreon.com slash vexcomics, V-E-X-C-O-M-I-C-S. Okay, okay, on with the actual episode. Uh, today, we are talking about the new Joker sidekick named Punchline, uh, also known as Alexis K. Uh, now, she's she's relatively new as far as characters go, so it's going to be a bit of a shorter episode this time, and sometimes it just be like that for new characters. So, uh, <laughs> Alexis was a student at Snyder College when she had her first encounter with the Joker, and while on a field trip to a TV studio, the Joker had hijacked the studio and forced Alexis at gunpoint to act as a newsreader and kind of deliver his message to the citizens of Gotham. And so she's, she was like thrown into the situation. Uh, the stunt was interrupted by Batman saved Alexis and the rest of the class and everything, but she ended up developing an obsession with the Joker and kind of quickly started to believe that the Joker's crime served a greater purpose. So she started a true crime podcast dedicated to the Joker and thoroughly researched all of his past crimes and all of that. And eventually she created her own costume and began poisoning people around Gotham to attract the Joker's attention. So just like this obsession that get that got like, she crossed a little bit, it's a little bit closer to the line, a little bit more and a little bit more, just kind of, lost lost entirely in the sauce and uh to the point of actually hurting people just for the attention of it from the person she's obsessed with right and uh which it worked the and the joker noticed and uh actually saw potential in her and taught her how to create a modified form of Joker Venom, which she used to experiment on the homeless community. And this is this is pretty well kept under wraps for a while, until the college's dean, named Bob, was concerned with Alexis's behavior and went to talk to her. But she murdered him in, with her form of Joker Venom. And this was... Before finally adopting the persona of Punchline and thus successfully proving herself to the Joker. Since she was able to, she had been working on this Joker Venom and it worked and successfully killed somebody. It kind of like showed her commitment. So some time passes and she's kind of working under the Joker for a minute and uh, just kind of doing little odds and ends with him you know, helping with missions and different crimes and just in the area around him until uh, she is eventually put, like earns herself a spot as Joker's new underboss in preparation for his coming war against Batman. So since Superman revealed his own secret identity at the time, uh, and Joker knowing Batman's secret identity also, <laughs> uh, he, he felt that using Batman's identity would make things more interesting. 
and Punchline's first assignment for this plan was to watch Catwoman, especially because Batman and Catwoman were kind of like a thing, and Joker knows who Batman is, so it's the whole thing. So she's in charge of watching Catwoman, and uh, there she learns about the designer's old plans for all the villains to get together to take out the Justice League, which I talked about the designer, I think, in the Harley Quinn episode pretty sure same mish story um he had a plan to get all the people to get all the bad guys together and they would win but it didn't work because they're bad guys <laughs> so so eventually while on the stakeout catwoman is joined by harley quinn uh whose role punchline kind of filled so the two started digging up a body of one of Joker's gang members and Punchline sees it and leaves to let the Joker know. And, but he doesn't seem to care really at all about any of the results of her stakeout. Just it was like nothing, nothing information that good to know. Thanks. Where she kind of felt it, it was important. So there's a little bit of a disconnect between the two there. But anyways, later, during Lex Luthor's battle against the Batman Who Laughs, Punchline holds Mercy Graves, Lex's bodyguard and assistant, uh, holds her hostage while Joker dealt with Lex after Lex got back on their deal about not involving the Batman Who Laughs in any plans, and that's a whole thing, um that I talked about in the Joker episode. I couldn't imagine you'd be listening to the punchline episode and not have listened to the Joker episode that came out weeks and weeks ago, but you never know. Um, so if you, if you didn't, uh, go listen to that. Uh, that talks about this whole backstory of this plan that isn't really working correctly. Um, so now at this time in Gotham, there was this, guy named the underbroker who like controlled the criminal banking system in Gotham city and basically offered a way for criminals to store their money. And as part of Joker's big plan, he and punchline began working with underbroker where they decided to ambush Catwoman and Harley after discovering that they were working together. So Catwoman and Harley were allowed into the underbrokerage, but it was part of a trick. And once they were inside, they got kind of locked in and then confronted by Punchline and Joker's henchmen. And they decided to force the two into making a deal, which breaks out into a fight. And Underbroker started to run away because he's not a fighter. He's a banker. And... Uh, <laughs> But while he was running away, uh, Catwoman traps him with her whip and threatened that she knew his identity, basically threatening to send Batman after him in his personal life. So he makes a deal with her <laughs> to make her the richest person in Gotham. How, how could she resist? That's, that's her whole deal. Um, and so he, he moved all the money from the Wayne Shell Corporations to her personal account. But instead of it going to her account, Punchline revealed that it was all a setup to get Batman's account numbers, which they were able to get during this whole transfer. 
and because everything was out in the open and punchline was able to kind of swoop in first and transfer all the money to the Joker instead. So like this whole thing, like he was supposed to get captured and like it was all just a trick. And, uh, <laughs> so they, they had it all set up and, uh, <laughs> not only that, but she cut Harley's neck and had her body dumped in a river and then beat up Catwoman. It's basically single-handedly like caused a big shift of Joker taking over Wayne Enterprises and every dollar of the Wayne fortune. Which is kind of a big deal for a for like a sidekick type character, I think. I mean, that's not bad, right? Uh <laughs> Uh, now, Joker knew Batman's secret identity, so he knew that he was taking Batman's money and knew that Batman's gadgets were from Wayne Enterprises. So after taking control of everything, he appointed Underbroker to be in control of the business itself uh, and sent Punchline to capture Lucius Fox, who was kind of in control of the gadget businessy part of Wayne the Wayne Foundation already, or Wayne Corporation, Wayne Enterprises, whatever it is. Um, <laughs> it's all of those things and one of them. So uh, she poisons him and takes control of all of Batman's equipment, having literally any kind of motion alerts, <laughs> just with any kind of alert system that Batman has, he gets an alert that something is going on in his gadget room at Wayne Enterprises. Uh, so he shows up, but Punchline was waiting for him, catching him by surprise and in control of the new bat suit Lucius had been designing. So Punchline mocked him for losing everything because she's the one that kind of made it happen. Uh, and was able to infect him with a hallucinogenic version of the Joker serum, which forced Batman to have to leave to get a cure. So, I mean, so overall, a strong victory for the new villain, right? From true crime podcaster to actually, like, taking care of Batman. Like... <laughs> Not uh, pretty good, uh, pretty strong transition. Um, so, so a little while later, Joker is doing his own thing, and Punchline and Underbroker are checking on shipments of chemicals or something to be able to make more Joker serum. But while checking the shipments, they learned of a new clown themed vigilante called the Clown Hunter. <laughs> became kind of a breakout vigilante during the Joker War. And Clown Hunter had been attacking Joker's gang members. So Punchline expresses her concerns to Joker about Clown Hunter, rightfully so. Uh, not only that, but then Batman's continued existence, uh, Harley's potential continued existence, just wanting to, like, kill her enemies because she's feels like she has the capability to. But Joker brushes it off and is like, send the stronger goons after the new guy 
and you go deal with Harley, and I'll worry about Batman. Simple. So she agrees and goes to find Harley, but instead finds Batman. <laughs> so, uh, and Harley in a hidden forest underneath Gotham, created by Harley's friend Poison Ivy. So how do you get rid of a forest? Punchline thought. Uh, you, you torch it all. So <laughs> she decided to torch it all. Uh, now, Harley wasn't a fan of her friend's forest getting burned down and fought back with a flamethrower of all things to pick from. So they're just crazily burning down all kinds of stuff. And as, as they fought, uh, Punchline kind of taunted Harley for ever thinking that Joker could ever love her and kind of teased Harley with saying that Joker loved her because she actually understood him unlike Harley. So they go back and forth about the Joker and it ends with Harley saying that all he cares about is Batman. So to prove her wrong, Punchline decided to kill Batman herself because surely Joker wouldn't stop her if he truly cared about like her more than Batman. But at the same time, Batman snapped out of the drug, keeping him in the forest, and realized that Punchline was after him and fought back, defeating her with very, very little effort. Because he wasn't caught off guard this time. But <laughs> And so with Punchline locked up and out of the picture, Catwoman was able to steal the money back from the Joker, and the Underbroker disappeared to, if anything, just to kind of ditch any repercussions taken upon him uh, by the Joker, who was quickly losing everything. So he he didn't, he just didn't want to be in the area. <laughs> so uh, now I'm sure punchline will be broken out eventually. Uh, she's been probably the most prominent ally to the Joker in the last five years or so, and seems to be a crowd favorite just from what I've seen. So I'm, Sure, this won't be all we hear about Punchline. And she, I mean, there's so much, like, fan stuff for her already that it's just not, it'd be dumb of them to uh, not continue with her for a minute. Um <laughs> Aside from that part, though, the the in comic sense, uh, it it seems like Joker actually seems to care about her, which is interesting because with the transition of Harley Quinn switching to an almost anti-hero, but still murdery character, Punchline is kind of the opposite of Harley in that she's a silent and intimidating serial killer aside from the Joker actually caring about her. So <laughs> that's the, probably the only other difference. <laughs> so, you know, sorry again for the short episode. She's just a pretty cool new character to not include since I just did the Joker and just did Harley Quinn. And, you know, figured I just, why not? It seems to be on theme, right? Um, so... <laughs> You know, uh, I don't think there's any other characters I could really 
cover like relate, but if I think of one, I'll I'll probably include it. I have I have the whole rest of this season already kind of planned out, and probably the next twelve episodes already ready to go and just waiting to record. Um, But uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it for punchline for now. I uh, will see what happens in the future. Thank you for listening.